There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Over the weekend, U.S. military fighter jets shot down a Chinese spy balloon over the Atlantic Ocean. And this is fun. Instead of a medal, the pilot who popped the balloon got to pick any stuffed animal on the top shelf. Producers have released a trailer for a new reality show about actor Sylvester Stallone and his family. Then, yeah, you're probably going to need the captions on. (laughs) Next year, Apple could introduce a more expensive iPhone called the Ultra. Ooh. This one will have two flashlights that turn on in your pocket. Of course, you got to take better care of a more expensive iPhone. If you drop this one in the toilet, you have to put it in a bowl of risotto. <laughs> I don't know this. If this is a sign of age, I'm just you know growing into a crotchety old guy. But if I go to the movies, I just want to buy a ticket and pick out my seat and sit down and watch the movie. I, I don't want to go through this whole having to choose your seat, right? Well, I don't care. I'll figure it out when I walk in there. Let me assess. You don't have a like a preferred spot in the like I I like about four rows up in the middle. So okay, I like being yeah. Kind, I don't want to be but too close. That's where close. everybody wants to be, though. You're surrounded by all these people. I'd yeah, rather but be. These back seats are with. so big. I mean. I like to feel like I'm in the movie, and if I'm all the way back and I see all these other people sitting in front of me, it feels like I'm. You know, just sitting there watching TV. Okay, this is another thing with the big seats and all. All right, they extend too far out. I just want like a regular theater seat. I got to be engaged in the movie. Like I'm sitting upright, kind of like, you know, a little bit of a recline. Do you not recline? I don't need these big, huge, lazy boys. Do you put your feet up? No. You don't? No, I don't. Oh, I love it. I I love it. I sit there. I mean, I might, you know, I like the fact that it's wide and I might cross my legs or whatever, but. Mm -hmm. See, the last two times I've been to a movie. Uh, you get your ticket and it says you are in row six, seat four or mm-hmm. whatever. But then I go to that seat and someone's in it. Really? Oh, really? Did Ma'am, they not have know to where they were going? Yeah, but I think the thing though, I like to sit by. I like to sit at the top and by the exit at the top, just in case I gotta get out of there. Gotta go. I need to know where all the exits are. Yeah. If something happens at that place. I'm bouncing. I'm out. Yeah, and you pay a lot of money for those fancy seats now. A lot more expensive than they were when you just, you know, walk in and pick a seat. Uh, Now you're going to get to choose between 
paying even more or having a worse seat because there's a new pricing system at AMC called Sightline. This was a matter of time. Where tickets will be priced differently based on where you're sitting. I believe it. And it's very much like how concerts work. Or My seats events. are going to be pricey. You're you're probably going to be in the most expensive probably part of the am. theater. I guess you are. Of course I am. You always like the most expensive I thing happening. I do, and I pick it out. It's not on purpose. I just like what I like, I guys. like what I like, and it just happens to always be. I don't have any numbers here, and I don't know what you currently pay, but standard sightline seats will be the most common and will be available for the whatever the usual high cost of a ticket is. But value slight sightline tickets will cost slightly less. The that's, front row in is the worst. Yeah, that's probably right. it's you just get terrible. In for free if you want to sit up there, really, yeah. you should because <laughs> well, it's bad. And a headache. Oh, I meant to tell you, Jen, on a totally unrelated note to this. Remember how we were talking yesterday about Twilight and why it was coming back? Yes. One of the listeners sent me a message that said that it is the 20th anniversary of when the woman had her dream. Stephanie Meyer that inspired. Yeah. Twilight. Okay. So that's why. Well, that's that's a darn good reason, Sorry I suppose. Sorry to sidebar. I don't know why that just hit me. You were talking about, about movies. movies. The new pricing, the new uh, theater seat pricing will start this weekend in New York, Chicago, and Kansas City, but it's expected to be at all their locations by the end of the year. What are they going to hit us with next? I don't know. Do you know what you pay? How much a, a ticket been, costs? I, you know... I want to say somewhere between like, like nine bucks? and eleven bucks. Oh, is that it? You're yeah. going to matinees, though, right? Usually matinees. Isn't it more yeah. expensive for the big screen too, though? If you do like the like IMAX or whatever I that think, is, yeah, I feel like I paid like twenty. Yeah, it is or more something. expensive if you go to that. But it's been a bit since I've been, and I don't pay that close attention. Mm. Oh, so Yellowstone. <sighs> <laughs> Why are you breathing so heavy? Because I'm halfway into season two. show. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching it with my mom. And both of us are just like, every person in this is horrible. These are awful people. I can, I, I struggle to find one person to root for. I think I found one Jimmy. that I like, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm stepping lightly into that because he may disappoint me soon as well. So... He's obviously an ex-con, I so what someone. did he do? Who do you root for? Uh, the the daughter-in-law. Oh, Monica. Yes. Yeah. Monica. Yes, she's yeah, sweet. she's sweet. Yeah, I like She her. is sweet. She's very I do pretty. like Jimmy, Jen. Jimmy is one of the ranch Rooting fans. for Jimmy. I he like just, him a yeah. lot. But I'm with you. It's such a... Like, we, we're, we're ahead of you. We're on season four now. And even at night, I have to pull the cover up sometimes. <laughs> so there is, a, so there's very little hope for I'm me like, for I another can't. twenty, thirty episodes at least. <laughs> just take your time. Just don't watch a lot at once. It is just so upsetting. And if you're a big fan, you might be disappointed to hear that Kevin Costner might be leaving Yellowstone due to some scheduling conflicts. He does have other projects, you know. He's, yeah, can't be helped. <laughs> I hate that he does that with his voice. I wish he'd stop it. It's the way it is. I just don't That's like how it. ranchers talk, Jen. You're just going to have to get uh, used to it. Sounds like he swallowed so much dust. He is... Um, <laughs> he did. <laughs> he might have. He's directing, starring in a Western film called Horizon. That could lead to the original Yellowstone coming to an end with season five, wrapping up later this year. 
Thing is, though, the show's pretty darn popular. So if that does happen, there is talk of a possible spinoff with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, all right, all right, all right. All right, so my nephew was telling me over the weekend that there is a spinoff that's supposed to be in the works because Taylor Sheridan, who is the creator, um, bought in on a real-life ranch called The Four Sixes, which does come up in season four. And I'm wondering if Matthew McConaughey is going to be... a neighboring rancher? Like, like he's from Texas originally, so I wonder, and that's where this ranch is, I wonder if he's going to be like the... Kevin Costner of the Four Sixes. Hmm. <laughs> He's not going to be doing that. I'll tell you what. He's going to get his ass kicked. Well, a spokesperson for Paramount said, we have no news to report. Kevin Costner is a big part of Yellowstone, and we hope that's the case for a long time to come. But we are always working on franchise expansions of this incredible world. Incredible world. Because there's so Horrible many. Horrible world. But there's so many already. God. Matthew McConaughey is a phenomenal talent. We'd love to work with him. Jeff, do you watch? I know you're current on Yellowstone, correct? Uh, sort of. I mean, I, I skip around. I'm behind. I'm trying to keep up with Kristen, but she's way ahead of me. And so I kind of pop in. I get bits and pieces of it, but I kind of know what's sort of going on. So do you watch any of the other ones, like the 1920s and the 18s, whatever? I haven't seen the 1920. I, I have seen some of the 1800s, and if you think... The Yellowstone is tough to watch. This is even harder because these are like these are pioneers that are making their way to the promised land, and so they're doing horrible things to Native Americans along the way. And, well, and just horrible things that happen just in the journey. All the perils that come with that, and taking children with you, scurvy, oh. and all kinds of things, and things even more disturbing <laughs> than that. Really, yeah. <laughs> fun <laughs> television. All this stuff we just used to play on fun. the Oregon Trail. Yeah, it's basically up. just oh Oregon Trail, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying it's not a great show with great writing. It's It's just just hard to have to watch. You got to be in a certain frame of mind. Now, does it matter which one of those you watch first or can you? Well, somebody was telling me, Jen, that I think the 1883 one, this is what they told me, is that it's easier to watch because when you get to the 1920s, you kind of have to start figuring out who is who on the bloodline and how people are related to current day people. Does that okay. make sense? Because those are Kevin Costner's parents, right? I believe so. And so that's why it's like, or his grandparents or whoever. So you got to try to start figuring out who is who and who's doing what and where they all come from. So I don't know. I'm just not going to watch any of them. I'm just going to stick to the path. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might be done after Yellowstone. We'll see. Okay. Jennifer Coolidge used to be a waitress at the beginning of her career, and uh, as all waitresses know, there are always rude customers. So Jennifer used the worst interactions to her advantage. She wrote about them to perform as comedic skits at an improv theater in L.A. She talked about it while accepting a Woman of the Year award from Hasty Pudding Theatricals last weekend, and she said it was life-changing to kind of mock all of the people who were so cruel and mean and play them on stage Uh, because it's very therapeutic. You know, you sort of get it out of your system. You're like, I don't even care that they weren't nice because I got amazing characters out of people I worked for, and I feel like that's the most inspiring thing. My favorite characters 
were the most wretched of people. <laughs> and by the way, uh, Jennifer says she would absolutely love to do Legally Blonde 3 if that opportunity ever presents itself. How fun. How fun. She is just fun. I have not watched White Lotus Season 2 yet. Have you guys seen Season 2? I liked Season 2. You know, I have a love-hate relationship with White Lotus because it, it, the storylines never ran the way that I want them to mm-hmm. in a nice, tidy bow. And sometimes the characters I'm rooting for, uh, it, it doesn't always end well for them. But what I liked about Season 2 was just the the environment. Like, I feel like I'm going on vacation mm-hmm. with these folks. And that's something that Kristen and I do whenever we travel is we... And we did it in Bermuda. Like, we're spectators. We people watch. We watch the dynamics of other couples and other families, other guests, mm-hmm. and we attach stories to them. Yeah, a couple yeah. of little nosy Nancys. We create our own little white <laughs> lotus that's show. Fun, yeah. And uh, it's a fun narrative. And so that's part of, I think, why we like the show. And we really like season two because it takes place in Sicily. Mm. Very cool. We do that, too, where you give people a story. You're like, what do you think their story is? You're like, oh, he's totally cheating on his wife. Yeah. Or he's blah, blah, blah. And that's how they sort of started the first season. Mm -hmm. And they do that again in the second season where you have spectators who are kind of guessing, you know, everyone's story. And then as you, the viewer, gets to know them, you discover it's... Some In some cases, they're dead on, and in other cases, they weren't even close. Does that make you wonder what other people are sitting at another table and thinking when they're looking at you and Kristen and going, I wonder what their story the is? The thought has occurred to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any guesses what they might think? I don't I don't give it that much energy. So White Lotus is on what network is that? Uh, it's HBO uh, Max. Okay. HBO Max. And there's two full seasons in there, so. I never, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. All right, it's been 25 years since Creed was everywhere, 10 years since they've been gone. And singer Scott Stapp just did an interview where he admitted that he should get the blame for the band breaking up. He said he got mixed up in some things while living the rock star lifestyle, and he was having fun. But the rest of the band was frustrated because they'd picked up this Christian rock image, and the lifestyle wasn't fitting with that. So they didn't want to look like hypocrites or have to live a lie. Christian things started with Scott. It wasn't something that the rest of the band was even aware of at first. And this was the original breakup in 2004. They got back together in 09, did a couple of tours, put out an album, went on hiatus in 2013. And that hiatus is still happening despite on and off talk about another possible reunion. Hmm. You kind of forget how many hit songs they had. With arms uh, wide open. Yeah. (laughs) Higher. Yeah, higher. And that that's uh, that's it, right? I think there was more than that. <laughs> we had some, We had a coworker that was so in love with Scott Stapp. Oh, I couldn't oh, stand yeah. him. I had to like tune him out. Yeah, not for me. Not your guy. Uh, well, since you're talking about uh, older rock bands, Linkin Park will release a new song. Fritchie, I know that's one of your favorites. Love them. Yeah, I like them yeah. a lot. Uh, Linkin Park will release a new song on Friday called "Lost." Uh, it's an outtake from their 2003 album Meteora. So uh, Meteora. So it includes Chester Bennington, and they dropped this preview. And I'll never break away. Sounds 
Sounds like them. I love them. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. And uh, speaking of really aging rock bands, the manager of KISS, Doc McGee, has admitted publicly that Paul Stanley uses a backing vocal track live in concert. Not shocked. Wow. No. But they are in place to enhance the overall concert experience. Here is a clip of Kiss Live from last year when Paul is nowhere near the microphone, but his voice is heard. The clip you're listening to also has fireworks going off prematurely. And drummer Eric Singer forgetting to stop playing for a few moments like the original song. But what used to go unnoticed you lives noticed forever that. on the internet. Yep. Yeah. I, I just got a text message from my boyfriend that says, Hey, do you remember waking me up last night and asking if... <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. What did you do? And asking if the cows are okay. <laughs> oh, my God. If the cows are okay. And then he goes, I go, huh? And you said, babe, are the cows okay? <laughs> Damn Yellowstone is what he was. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Were you watching before yeah. bed? That's I know. So I just got through that, too. Do you remember asking me if the cows are okay? <laughs> God, that's funny. Do you remember... The first time we ever spoke about Yellowstone in this studio. And we were all like, what's that dumb show? And I said, oh, don't watch it right before bed. Yeah, this is why. Yeah, can't watch it and before this bed. Did you see the cows, babe? I need to know. How yeah. many heifers do we have? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how it starts. Yeah. Um, all right, coming up, three headlines, two fake. One real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to Big Time with special guests Max and Jax. Sunday, July 23rd at Riverbend. Uh, tickets don't even go on sale till Friday, but you'll have a chance to win them before you can buy them. But first, check the roads. We got Denise here now with your latest Q102 traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hey, Tim. Hey. Hi, Tim. How are you today? Doing well. On the way to school. Cool. What are we doing at school today? Uh, we are working with some power tools and then working on circuits. Oh man, that sounds ex- mm. that sounds like dangerous. Uh, well, it's engineering, so. <laughs> now, are, Very cool. are there any, um, you know, like preliminary classes you have to take in order to take your class? Like, do you have to have uh, any yeah, kind of have. knowledge or experience, or can someone like me with no aptitude or knowledge just waltz in and learn something? 
Well, uh, I teach at Houston High School, and we have an engineering pathway, so they take a couple of preliminary classes, and then they get into the parts where they're working with the power tools, solar, wind, everything like that, robotics. Cool. Yeah, so they're pretty smart to begin with then. Well, we we try to make sure they are by the end. Yeah, right. (laughs) You're doing your best. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I imagine. You got to keep your your eyes peeled at all times because I can remember. Yeah, this is like it reminds me of shop class. The kids in shop class, you know, could lose a finger like that if you're not watching. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, we're going to try to win you some money here, Tim. Yep. Yes. So uh, I have an envelope here that I'm about to open up and reveal a letter of the alphabet. And you will have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. Yep, and the key to winning is to pass quickly. But just make sure you don't repeat any of your answers, okay? Okay. We're going to hope there's a plus 10 seconds in that envelope, too. (laughs) Yep, that'd be nice. All right, so here we go. Show the letter to everyone. Oh, no. Ah, Okay. It could happen. Now, some would consider this a tough letter. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a vowel. You got the letter O, but I feel confident that a smart guy like you would be able to pull this off and think fast on their feet. Oh, let's hope so. All right. <laughs> so we've got 30 seconds on the clock, and I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Oh, my God, and the first answer. This is, you've got this. Here we go with let's the letter do it, O. Let's oh. do it. Name something you make with eggs. Omelet. Something soft. Orange. Something yellow. Orangutan. A business. Uh, Office Depot. Something you pull. Uh, Pass. A farm animal. Ostrich. Something chocolate. Uh, Pass. A country. Uh, Pass. A cat name. A cat name? Octo. Something square. Octagon. Oreos. Oreo. Yeah. Uh, man. Dude, you did great. You did for awesome. the and oh my god. Isn't Omen a country? Or Omar? Oh, Oman. 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 Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I knew it was close. Omelet, orange, orangutan, office depot, ostrich, octo. Octo would be a great name for a pet. Yeah. Yes. Octavia was another one I was thinking yeah. of. Oh, that's great. You did. That was oh, awesome. I was going to say Otto, and then it came out Octo. <laughs> that works too. Oh, Otto's great too. Yeah, it's my stepson's name. That's Darn so it. amazing! You Tim. did good. That was really good. If we, if you'd had a good letter, hey, you would have yeah, Oh, you, you would have smoked won. it. <laughs> but yeah. how about that? Well, give me the consolation of five hundred. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we would, but we have to put that toward the next secret sound. Apparently, uh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're going broke on that one. Which babe. starts tomorrow. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, have a great day. So, hi yeah. your class for us and great job. Nice job. Thanks. Have a great Save day. the future there. of America for us, Please. Tim. <laughs> well, we'll try. All right, buddy. Take it easy. You too. Bye. 8.32. Let's check the roads. Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 track. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.